The whole concept of cybersecurity is pretty interesting as well. Like you get to fight cybercrime and it's like critical thinking. So it was kind of similar to psychology in the sense that you're thinking on your feet. You've got to figure out what's going on. And yeah, it, it seemed pretty interesting to me. Welcome everybody to the Cyber Evolution podcast. Thanks for joining us yet again. I'm Adam Hewitt, the CEO of Cyber Evolution. And today I'm joined by Natasha Ahmed. Natasha is one of our current students. She's been with us now for studying for about four months or so. Natasha, how are you? Good. How are you? Very good. Thanks for uh, taking the time out to come on the podcast and congratulations. The reason you're on your podcast is yes, you're a current student of ours, but you've also landed your first cybersecurity job while studying. How does that feel? It's, it's exciting. It's so unexpected as well. <laughs> yeah. It happens really quickly and you start next week as well, a little bit shorter. Uh, in you know, in a couple of minutes time. So I want to give first off uh, the listeners or the new listeners of the podcast, a little bit more information about who this podcast is for and who Cyber Evolution are as well. Okay. So Cyber Evolution, we are Australia's only dedicated cybersecurity training and placement institute. We basically specialize in finding people their first job in cybersecurity. We've been doing this now for a number of years and we get bombarded with questions, whether it be via text message calls, Facebook messenger, Instagram DMs, all of these questions about how do I get into cybersecurity? What even is cybersecurity? What skills do I need? What's the salaries? All of this stuff. So uh, I thought in the essence of saving time, we can answer all of those questions one to many, start a podcast, break down some of those misconceptions, hear from our students, experts. Yeah, answer all of those questions and, and really educate people on this industry and how they can land their first job in cybersecurity. So if that resonates, people listening, then uh, this is the podcast for you. All right, Natasha, let's get into it. Let's start from the beginning where we always do with our students. You came to us, as I said, around four months ago. You were a medical receptionist and you were studying psychology at the time, I believe. I was talking to Lachlan, I think, who you originally spoke to a few months ago. And he said, look, you really like the psychology space, but it's six years study. You were worried that you potentially weren't going to get a job um, out of university, which I think resonates with, you know, not only myself, but a lot of people. So worried about a few other things. Can, yeah, can you take us back to that stage of your life, what you're thinking and why you decided to jump into cyber evolution? Yeah. Um, so the more deeper I was getting into my studies, the more I was learning about other people's experiences that had graduated and the difficulties that they all went through. And they're still struggling to this day to get a job or get a decent job with a decent pay. A lot of people are doing internships for free. And I'm just like, in this day and age, you can't do things for free anymore. You need you need a bit of a salary, you need a pay. And if I'm spending that long in a degree, I should be able to get a job pretty quickly and a good paying job as well. And when I first started, it was like that, but things have just started changing so much recently. And the one thing that became more common was that people that aren't even going to uni are able to land better jobs with better salaries and secure their future while also not going into like a massive student debt. And it, I think it just opened my eyes a little bit. And I'm like, I think I'm, I think I'm doing something wrong. I need to think outside the box and what can I do? And so the more research I did, the more people I spoke to, I was like, there was options to go into like, there was, I remember at one stage I was like, I'm going to go into HR. But even with HR, you also, there were so many other things that you needed to do. And it just, it wasn't, I don't know, I didn't find it as interesting as well. I'm like, obviously, if I'm leaving one thing, I should be interested in the next. And 
Then I came across cybersecurity and the more and more I was learning about it, I think it just piqued my interest. And then I also came across this podcast where you mentioned that the government itself is funding so much just for cybersecurity. Mm. I was like, this is where, this is where it's at. Like, yep. if I don't go here right now, I'm making a mistake. Yeah. I'm good on you for two things there, right? Firstly, identifying that psychology potentially wasn't going to get you where you wanted to go and having the courage to get out of that quickly. And only after a year of studying, I think a lot of people will be like, oh, let's just, I'm in it now. Let's just yeah. five years studying it and the tens of thousands of dollars in student debt and just hopefully something happens. But you just have to kind of take action and go, no, nah, you know what, That's this is not, you know, the um, the pathway for me. And I think that's, there's been a huge shift in the industry. Traditional education used to be go to university, get a degree, get a well-paid job and you're off and you're going to be, you know, have a head start above everyone else. And it's kind of starting to go the other way now. You need to find a, find out the industry first that you're interested in and find a really good industry with some good, you know, growth opportunities. So well done for doing that. And then, you know, a complete shift into cybersecurity as well takes a little bit yeah. of courage. Which, which is why we're going to get into. So what was it about cybersecurity that piqued your interest other than the podcast? Well, again, like the more I was looking into it, the more I found out the amount of the governments investing in this field. Another thing that was also interesting was the fact how behind Australia is with cybersecurity. Yep. So to catch up, you know that a lot of people are going to spend a lot of money. They're going to invest a lot of time and effort in this field and they're going to try and get people in this field just so that they can catch up with the rest of the world yep. and that was also I was just like it would be silly of me not to kind of take that and roll with it this is a chance and I should be taking it and it was that and it was like it, the whole concept of cybersecurity is pretty interesting as well like you get to fight cyber crime and it's like critical thinking so it was kind of similar to psychology in the sense that you're thinking on your feet you got to figure out what's going on. And yeah, it, it seemed pretty interesting to me. Yeah. Not to bag hate the HR listeners out there, but it probably is a little bit more exciting and cutting edge and booming than, you know, having to deal with HR issues and challenges, right? So yeah, you, made, you made a good decision. Um, and so uh, you've just landed your first cyber role. You're obviously starting your studies with us and with our students, they get the opportunity to apply for roles whilst studying. Tell us a little bit more about the role that you've landed. So I just landed a role with CyberCX for strategy and consulting. It was, I think I'd started my course with you guys and not even a couple of weeks later, Hugo mentioned to me, hey, this is happening at CyberCX. I think you should apply. I was really nervous at the start and I did even at one stage think that maybe I shouldn't apply just yet. I've just started my course. Like there's, I won't get in. And Hugo was a massive help. He was like, what's the worst that can happen? You're not going to get the job. Yep. And I was like, it's true. So we worked together. He helped me out a lot and I applied and there was, I think we went through four different stages and each stage, every time I'd get like the news that I'd passed, I was like, oh my goodness, what's going on? <laughs> I would like go into shock and I'd like message <laughs> you up. Like, I don't understand. And like, I was so unprepared and even with my interview when I left my interview he was like hey how did it go I was like I don't think they'll take me I'm like I was a bit too honest <laughs> I was like I told these guys I don't know anything and he was yep. like, no, no you were honest you'll get hopefully you'll get it and yep. yeah it was crazy <laughs> I remember speaking to Hugo you just shoved my memory he turned to me we we're in the office and he said I just yeah I've got a really good feeling that Natasha's going to get a role here 
she just finished the interview and she said that she was too honest and she doesn't think she's going to get it. But um, no, they see that as a good thing. If you're honest and you go, I don't know this and I don't know that, but here are my strengths and this is my skill set that I do know, then that shows that shows CyberCX and other employers out there that you are, you know, you're self-aware enough, aware enough and self-confident enough to say, look, this is what I don't know, but I'm willing to, you know, invest the time and effort to get to know that stuff, which is really, really important when you're starting out a new career. Yeah, definitely. And I think just them as a company in general, they're very, they're very open-minded. They're not very like tunnel vision. Everyone has to be professional. Everyone, like I remember I stuttered in the interview like once or twice and I told Hugo, I'm like, I stuttered. There's no way, like it's not going to happen. And they still took me on. And I was like, it's, it's such a great feeling to be a part of a company that's open-minded and their environment is just great. Yep. And so Hugo helped you along the way, each kind of time you'd pass the next stage of the interview, you'd text him. And yeah. By the way, for everyone listening in, Hugo is one of our, um, he's actually our business manager here, but he also jumps in and does some student support sessions and he was supporting Natasha through this application process. So um, yeah, maybe tell, tell us a little bit about how he did that. Yeah. So when I first did it, he was telling me how, he helped me with my resume a lot. So I, when I first, looked into this I was like I don't know if my resume is up to par or if it's good enough and Hugo literally step by step he was with me the whole time I'd I'd fix up my resume and I'd send it back to him he would tell me where I can make improvements send it back like it was a lot of back and forth like he invested a lot of his own time as well with me to help me out and help me get this role and I honestly felt like I had a really, I had a buddy with me the whole time I was doing this and whenever I was stressed out, I would talk to him about it. I even, I think he even scheduled in a, a Zoom meeting with me where he asked me practice questions and I practiced with him. And I was like, I don't even know if like, this is part of your job, but thank you so much. <laughs> Shout out to you. Yeah, it was great. It was, having, it, it was like having a really good friend with you the whole time. Yep. Yep. No, no, great. We've got a, we've got a group of career advisors um, that help our students do that. It's really important because... Yes, the certificates are important, but interview strategy and interview planning and practicing that is really, really important as well because the interview is a big part of whether you get the job or not. So you must have you must have implemented what he told you to and um, yeah, which is why you're successful. So well done. And again, shout out to Hugo. I had, I had Jennifer on who's going to be your colleague now actually uh, recently and um, she said the same thing about him as well, that just having that support was something that was really, really important. Um, and so you started with us, as I said, not too long ago, complete career changer, no IT knowledge or experience. Were you nervous to make the decision to commit to doing something completely different? I was beyond nervous. I I was freaking out a lot. I'm like, what if I'm making a mistake? And I'm like, if I commit to this, like this is the next six months of my life or nine months. And I'm also obviously, you're making an investment, so you're paying and you're I was worried if I didn't understand the knowledge and I just committed to something and now I've just wasted all this time. Yep. So yeah, I was, I was beyond nervous about it, but I think, I think at the end it was pretty good. I, I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I took the leap again, as Hugo says, what's the worst that can happen and you'll just yep. be in the same spot that you were already. So I was like, I'm, I'm glad that I took that step. And again, I think if it wasn't for all the support that you guys provide it, it would have been a lot harder. Yeah, definitely. So, and so Hugo obviously helped, but you did as well. Like, what was it that helped you overcome those, those nerves? I think I've got this mentality where I'm just like, it is what it is. Like now you've done it, you can't do anything about it. Yep. You just have to keep going. And so I just went for it. 
And when I started, I was a bit nervous at the start, but I think it was pretty easy. Like it, the tutorials are pretty straightforward. And again, if I needed any help, I can just ask. Yep. So yeah. Perfect. And so here we are now. You're now, you know, landed role yeah. with CX, which are a really amazing progressive company, right? They, they're playing a huge role in bridging the skills gap that we got, that we always talk about here at Cyber Revolution, the huge skill shortage in, in Australia. But they, what they've also done, which is amazing, is they're closing the gender gap within cybersecurity too, which is about 80% dominated by male, uh, dominated by men. And so you're part of a really cool initiative of an all the all-female cohort. It must be pretty cool to feel a part of a really progressive, innovative company like CyberCX. Yeah, definitely. I think another thing that was so, like that motivated me a lot more as well to like try and get this role was that I would be part of the first all women's cohort like that's a massive step in the right direction and just for this company to be doing this is another reason why I was like I want to be a part of this company because they're clearly they're thinking outside the box they're trying to make things better and obviously if they're taking such a big step inside the company their environment would be a lot better too yep so yeah it was, it was great yep I see. and now you've got to, what you've got to do right is you're going to have the you know, is it the opportunity and the privilege to now land a job in cybersecurity and then study with us outside of um, outside of your, your full time or outside of of your work as well with CyberCX, which is important to balance, right? Use all of the support that we provide, but also CyberCX are going to provide you with a bunch of support with your studies. I know you're just learning out, you're just starting out and learning these new skills as well. Maybe. Talk to some of our listeners who would be actually, you know, still studying and still applying for some roles. How do you find balancing your study life with your your work life? Do you have any kind of strategies there? I've just made like a timetable, just like what you do at uni. So these days I'm working. So the other days I'm going to be studying and it's from this time to this time. And I also set goals and um, I would set goals with Hugo as well. Like by the end of the week, I need to do this many videos or like it was just more about setting goals and reaching them. Yep. Yep. Perfect. And I guess any other tips would be really cool as well. So if we can give some people who are listening now who are studying, but also actually maybe people who are thinking about getting into cybersecurity for the first time, they might be really nervous, a complete career changer and like, oh, I could never study cybersecurity or land a job. What would be your, what would be your top three tips for somebody that's looking to get into cyber for the first time? Top three my first one would be do your research, doing your, re like for me, the more research I did, the more motivated I got and the more, the more excited I got about getting into this field. So do your research, look into everything. Another one would be invest in yourself. So what I did with you guys, when I joined with you, I invested in myself, I invested in this career. So not only am I motivated now, I've now put my time and money where I, it should go and now I'm going to get it done because once you've invested in yourself, you're going to keep working and you, it's going to motivate you to work harder as well. Yep. And I think the final tip, honestly, it's better than what's the worst that can happen. <laughs> That's honestly it. What's the worst that can happen? You take that jump and it doesn't work out for you. You'll just be where you are right now. But what if it works out? Like for me, it worked out. Yeah, exactly. And then what's the consequence of not doing anything? The consequence of not doing anything is just you sit around and you're always going to be like, what if? And I think that's more, that's worse than actually trying, just sitting around and being like, if I tried, I would probably be here. Had I not signed up with you guys when I did, I wouldn't be 
I wouldn't have a job in cybersecurity right now, which is crazy. And there was a point where I was like, oh no, maybe I'm just going to wait it out. I'm just going to wait six months. I'll finish my semester at uni and then I'll sign up. And I remember, I think it was, I can't remember if it was Lachlan, but someone said to me, why not just sign up now? Why wait? And I was like, you know what, that's so true. So I signed up and had I not, I wouldn't be where I am right now. That is a quality that there's no wonder you're successful in the training and successful in get finding a job so quickly because a huge part of cybersecurity is not only identifying problems, problem solving, but actually taking action on those problems. Mm-hmm. If you're someone that can sit on the fence or you're indecisive and you're like, uh, should I, could I, like realistically in cybersecurity, days go by or even seconds go by and there's a problem that needs fixing and acting on, you don't take action on it, then that's, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars that could potentially yeah. help the business, right? I don't know whether you've, you know, um, you've thought about it this way, but that is a really, really high quality skill that you need to have in cybersecurity is to go, you know what, here's a problem, I can solve it and I'm going to take action on that and and do it now. So well done for doing that. That's a, a really key skill set to, to be successful in, in cyber. Amazing. Okay. So what were those three tips? Let's do a bit of a recap. So it was do your research. Really, really important. Do your research on the industry, I would say. Like as you said, Natasha, you listened to the podcast. You've just rattled off some statistics saying, you know, how much the government has invested in cybersecurity, how far Australia behind is the rest of the world. Um, Invest in yourself. That does two things, right? You invest into yourself. That will, again, motivate you and drive and push you to complete your certifications and stick to it. If you're just doing a free course online, no one really knows you're doing it. Like mm-hmm. likelihood of you actually, you know, completing it, right? No. What it also shows is employers, I know for our students that apply through our pathways, it shows companies, wait a second, Natasha is serious about this industry. She's just invested into herself out of her own pocket to upskill and get into the industry that shows them that you're, you know, you're fed income about this career change, which is, which is really, really important. And the other one, which is what I hear all the time from people that I have on is just do it. Like, what is the, what is the worst thing that can happen? And if you've done those two things, if you've done those first two things, you get to the third one and you want to do it, then Mm -hmm. it's something that, you know, that you should take action on. If you do the first two things really well, you do your, sorry, the first thing really well, you do your research. You might mm-hmm. find this is probably not for you. We we have so many conversations with people and after speaking to a career consultant, we might tell them, you know what, this it doesn't sound like this is something that is going to be a good fit for you. What do you think? And they'll be like, yeah, probably not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And find something else. So really, really good tips. Thank you so much. And what we're going to have to do is have you back on the podcast in about six months time because that'll be the time that you'll have been in the industry now. I know you start next week. And it'd be pretty cool to get you back on and go, hey, what have you learned so much? Because you are the next, you know, six to 12 months, you're going to be learning so much about this. Yeah. <laughs> you must be, you must be excited. Thanks so much, Natasha. No, that's, oh, thank you so much for having me on. I never, I never thought listening to the podcast that I would one day be on it. <laughs> yeah. No, no. You're, and this is your first podcast. You're an absolute natural. You know? First Emma podcast. Yeah. yeah. Emma podcast. And yeah, this is going to help so many people listening that, um, whether it be new people that potentially want to get into cybersecurity like you were when you were looking at making a decision and also some of our current students that listen. So um, listen to Natasha's tips, implement them, guys. Uh, if you like this podcast, please like, comment, subscribe. Um, let you know your friends and family know about it. If you want to learn more about the job placement program that Natasha is currently in, 
um, that was successful in landing her role, then please head to cyberrevolution.com.au. Leave your details there and someone from the team will be in touch. Thanks for listening. Thank you.